0: The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Something near 50 days until the election. You can see how the back half of the year is going to be played out. One of the things that we're looking for in the economy right now is what sort of economic recovery are we getting? Are we getting a U-shaped recovery where we drop straight down, we go sideways, and we start building back up? Is it a V-shape where it plunges, it continues to plunge, and then it it rides up like a 45, 35, 60-degree angle? We don't know yet. Or people are now starting to talk about a K-shaped recovery, where, you know, there's two legs on a K. One goes up and one goes down. The one that goes up, that would be the wealthy and the affluent. The one that goes down would be the people without jobs and the less off, better off. Wow. I kind of think K-shaped myself, but I'm not an economist. And I deal with the data that's presented in front of me. to get your calls on the air. Today, we're going to see Apple come out with a big announcement. It'll probably be a watch, two watches, one more expensive with a new type of sensor on it, and one with uh, less costs. They've been using the Apple Watch 3 as their budget watch, so they'll come up with something that is a little bit more updated, but without all the bells and whistles of the new stuff. They're trying to set up two types of product, the Pro version. And the consumer version. That's the way I'm calling it. And you can see it in their phones as well. And their iPads. So one of the things we're going to get, though, today is a new operating system. They're going to show us that. Um, But they're probably going to show us the phone in two weeks. They tend to like to do a big event and then a big release. You know, go order now and you'll have it in ten days. And then the next day, it was sold out. Sold out the first round. So they try to build a little bit of hype that way. Eh. I think it's kind of, it is what it is, right? Um, But you're going to see a new operating system, and I like it a lot more. I've been using it for probably seven, eight weeks now. Uh, The beta versions, and it's fine. It's nice, but I'm not going to be talking you up at the... Uh, The COVID stand, the water cooler. What are we hanging out at now? COVID Kool-Aid. Hey, um, off topic, but moving forward. Uh, So Apple's going to have an event today. I don't think that's a big deal. It's almost expected. Whereas it used to be, uh, wait, wait, you got one more thing to show us? Tell me it's sharks with lasers. It was never sharks with lasers. One of the areas that I'm proud of is the last couple months, I've been telling you about a stock called DraftKings. And it hit a 52-week high, jumping over 20% yesterday after they announced to deal with ESPN. I said, it's the ultimate play on on football. It's the ultimate play on getting back to sports. So if you've been listening to the show, you've heard it go from about $34 a share, 32 34 all the way up to $50 a share. Um, I still believe that we're, we're going to be gambling more. It's just an odd thing to say, and it's probably not a nice thing to say, I just I imagine once that door is cracked open, more people are going to do it. Caesars was up ten percent yesterday, all on the idea that sports are coming back. Um, Eldorado Resorts merger with Caesars um, during the pandemic, so Caesars up ten and a half percent. Now again, I'm not a big invest in casinos guy. It's just not my thing. I'm not morally against it or for it. I just don't see it per se. If that makes sense. Um, so it's out there. 101 days till Christmas, and we're going to start talking about what the shopping season looks like. Um, one thing that I could definitively tell you about the shopping season it is going to be heavily online. Now, again, we could talk about the haves and have nots with the K shaped recovery. People with jobs are going to probably splurge a little bit more. People without are probably going to cut back a little bit more on holiday spending. Holiday spending won't be anything to write home about. We're looking at about one, one and a half percent above last year's levels. But online is going to be something. Online is expected to surge twenty-five to thirty-five percent, which brings a little bit of sadness to me. I was reading about the Macy's Day Parade and what that's going to look like. They're going to no people carrying the floats automobiles they're going to encourage people not to show up instead of winding through new york city which is a crazy feat if you ever go to new york city and you look up in the sky and then you see balloons are up there and they're going to take a left turn here um it's just going to be like right in front of the macy's store (laughs) no marching bands from out of state it's just going to be local bands and dancers and such so that's a little bit sad right the holiday season's coming up I think we are very fortunate that Christmas didn't hit last year in March because that would have been a total mess, or you could say April maybe. We beat the pandemic by about, or the pandemic beat the holidays, or the pandemic was late for the holidays is the right way to say it. But this year, not so much. We still have it out there. We still see a large amount of people dying, a large number of cases being diagnosed every day, a crazy amount of small children being diagnosed every day. Um, but children aren't supposed to get it that's what Joe Rogan said Duh. um sorry i digress so what i'm seeing out there um holiday commerce e-commerce up 25 to 35% so a lot of the things that we did was like hey do you want to go to the mall hey it's it's post thanksgiving black friday you want to go to the mall you want to go to walmart or you want to fight people for a a, a, a sub average television and that's not going to happen this year so we're losing some tradition that's one of the things I'm saddest about for my children is with the school year is that they're losing a lot of, a lot being embarrassed in front of the uh, you know, a girl at the chalkboard, um, PE, not quite working out the way they want it to lunch being the most awesome period of the day. We're missing some of that, that wondrous stuff that kids get to go through. If you're picking up what I'm putting down. So, um, Tesla shares were up 12.5% yesterday. They're up another 4% today. So the bear markets in big cap stocks and the bear markets in tech stocks and the bear market in mega cap stocks seems to last about two to three days. But it was down 32% in five sessions in a row. Wow. Um, That kind of volatility tends to portend. It tends to be a harbinger of Bad things where the volatility starts up, and if a company can't take out its previous high, it goes back down, and then rallies again, but can't take out the last high, and it goes back down. That tends to be a bit of a breakdown. I'm not calling for a breakdown. I'm not a technician. Not playing that game. Not going to. Not going to give you the whip out the crystal ball. But it doesn't portend well, according to history. Retail sales are out there. Um, Lenar's talking today. And has said that the pandemic hasn't really hurt their earnings. So, NVIDIA got a nice price target upgrade as they made a relationship with ARM Holdings yesterday. Oh, that's right. I had technical issues yesterday. I didn't get a chance to talk to you about this stuff. Um, so, they made a relationship with ARM Holdings. Well, they bought them. And, man, what a year for NVIDIA. Not only did they blow past Intel and in market cap it's become the biggest semiconductor play in the world, but now they're buying semiconductors that are in basically every smartphone in the world want the podcast with music find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to rob black's twitter his handle is at rob black show listen to rob black and your money weekday mornings 7 to 9 on am 1220 kdow it's rob at rob black show.com or rob at rob black.com um This was a question from Debbie, and she asked a question about setting up a 529 account for a child. A 529 plan is a plan that basically allows you to save money for your child. It's done in a not innocuous way. It's a kind of a mutual fund or ETF index account. It's a stock market account. It's a brokerage account, but it says 529 on it. You may have a brokerage account that says 401k on it or 529 or IRA or regular IRA or SEP IRA. You get the idea. There's different types of accounts. So she wants to open a 529 plan for a family member to help pay for school. Uh, She says, I want to be able to put money away for college, but I also want to get the most bang for my buck. One of my pet peeves are people trying to get the most bang for their buck, not because inherently it's wrong to do, but because sometimes you're missing the point of what you're trying to do. Um, what you want is great product. And same thing, when you invest in a company, you want a great company. When I told you DraftKings was going to be a player based on investment trading, I, I was it expensive at 30? Yes. Is it expensive at 50? Yes. Most anything that you run into on wall street is going to be inherently expensive. If you've heard about it because pass the secret, um, Everyone's heard about it. It's like when you live in New York City, if you come up with an original idea, like you want to see alligators and pink tutus do ballet, you show up for it with your date, and you're like, you're going to be really wowed by this. Well, you're going to have to fight a crowd of 10,000 other people because there's no original thoughts left. Same thing with investing. So a 529 plan is a great way to save for a kid's college. Your money grows tax-deferred, which means you don't pay federal in- – well, you do pay federal income taxes. You put in post-tax money. So you've already been taxed on it. You've gotten your paycheck. If you go look at your paycheck, there's federal tax there's state tax, there's unemployment tax. There's, uh, there seems to be tax on top of so ta- tax, right? So you've already taxed, been taxed. So you open up five twenty nine, So it's, it's after tax. You put the money into it. If you get a gain, let's say your mutual fund buys Apple at 300 and sells it at 400. You don't pay capital gains on that. That's awesome. Um, and that, that gain doesn't have to pay capital gains on it. But again, you're only doing this for, in theory, 18 years. And if you're like most parents, you've had a kid, you watch them grow up to six, and you're like, oh, I should save for their college. So you've missed six years of the 18-year experience of saving. There's a really good website. Oh, and when your kid goes to college, uh, the money can be used without the taxes, sales tax. And uh, it's it's pulled out of the account tax free. And if it goes to college expenses. It's it's an ideal savings vehicle. I have a question though. Who's going to go to college in 18 years or what are colleges going to look like? Now that doesn't now we don't know. Is what I'm getting at. I know online colleges seem to be a thing forever. But for sure campus life will be there too in some way shape or form. Have the crazy costs stop going up? I hope. Do I expect it? No. But um, there's a really good website for this. It's called savingforcollege.com. Savingforcollege.com. Um, there's a couple websites that are very consumer-friendly. Uh, you you have to pick a state, which doesn't mean your kid goes to that college in that state. It just is a, it's a state set up the system. It's like your states have set up assistance for unemployment. Um, if you're unemployed you go to the one in your your county and your state but for your kids they don't if you set up a 529 for Utah they don't have to go to Utah So um that's my thought on that savingforcollege.com great site now again with Debbie I wanted to say a couple more things Uh Debbie I don't know how old you are I don't know how old your kid is Um, I don't know if you've saved enough money for your own retirement. This is the craziest idea that I've ever said Um, because it starts to blend social advice with financial advice. Um, I want you to take care of your retirement first and figure out college costs for your kids second. Why? Because I've seen people save a lot of money in their kid's name and the kid doesn't turn out the way they want them to. I've got a cousin who ultimately is becoming uh, a trade school person, um, electrician, and I think it's awesome. This time last year, he was having problems with uh, drugs. As he was finishing up high school, he just couldn't. His life fell apart. His college path went from somewhere in California to probably send him to a European college too. Well, he's going to stay at home with us and become an electrician. So all the planning from age zero to 18 of my kid's going to go to college in California and go to UCLA, just like I did. And it's going to be awesome. That kind of went out the window and that's fine. I, I, I think that's totally expected. Some kids don't turn out the way we want them to. I hear the numbers like one in four. I don't know if that's True or not, but I want you to take care of your retirement first. In large part, there was a chance this cousin could have been like, you know, scream, mom and dad. I'm going to steal all your silverware and sell it. That would have been dark. Or he could have gone to college. It's tough to plan. It's tough to know the outcome. So when the parents were scraping by to... Get down payment money for a house, the husband loses his job, the wife is working basically for the family of three, trying to fund college costs, you don't know how it's going to turn out. But I can tell you this, when you're 60, you're going to stop working. That's almost a fact, Jack, that at some point in time, you're going to be too old to go to work, or you're going to be too old, they don't want you at work. Or you're going to have a stroke, like my mom. Um, or you're going to have a heart attack like my dad, and you're going to see that the end is coming up faster than you thought. 529 plans are great. If you've maxed out your 401k, have an emergency fund. Looked around the room and said, okay, I got some more money left over. I have no problems with 529 plans. So I've got 529 plans. I My expectations for colleges have gone down, but they're not out. And again, that's not because of academics with my children. It's it's because of the college landscape seems to be changing. I said this 10 years ago on air. I think Google and Facebook and Apple should start their own universities and start training the employees how they want them or something like that. Something like the ROTC program that the universities have where you you tell the government yeah i'll join the army for three years if you pay for my medical degree and then the army gets doctors and doctors who could train in the field for three to five years yeah i'm fine with that i think i think our college system has to go in that direction catch rob black and rob black and your money live on the bay area airwaves weekday mornings from seven to nine on am 1220 kdow and streaming live on the kdow radio app or kdow.biz Viacom CBS announced that their CBS All Access streaming service, which probably has the worst name of any streaming service out there. Again, say it slowly. CBS All Access. Yeah, no kidding. Not quite quite Netflix, not quite HBO Max, um, Maximus, Hulu. Uh, It doesn't have that draw, does it? But they're changing their name. To an almost as equally sucky one, Paramount Plus, and that's gonna happen in early twenty twenty-one. What this reminds me again is Disney's Hulu and Disney Plus, NBC Universal's Peacock. Peacock's pretty awful too. Warner Media's HBO Max, they're all competing for the same thing. our eyeballs. Does CBS does Paramount Plus have enough to really get us? They announced a couple new shows, um, some spinoffs, a SpongeBob SquarePants spinoff, uh, a show called The Offer, which is based on the guy who produced the movie, The Godfather. Uh, okay, I get it. And, and they do have some attractive properties. MTV, Nickelodeon, Comedy Central, Black Entertainment Television, Paramount Pictures, CBS, and much, much more. Um, $5.99 a month. But at some point in time, we're like, Enough. 5.99 if you want commercials and 9.99 if you don't. Um, Hulu, again there's so many players there. I'm fine with however you want to play it. You could say I want to own 5% of my portfolio in 21st Century Media. You could do it one of two ways. You can own 5% in Netflix stock. You could own 5% and make your own little mini ETF and own 1% in Paramount Plus, own 1% in Disney, own 1% in Netflix, own 1% in Time Warner. You could do that if you want. Wow, there's two shows on HBO that are kind of looking interesting. The Wolves one. Um, and HP Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country. Um, but eh, I feel like I'm TV out. That's one thing COVID did to me was I feel... Um, We got to the end of Netflix, and we know how it all ends, which is kind of nice. Bill Gates is saying something interesting. He says, I don't expect a vaccine by the end of the year. I'll tell you what. Bill Gates, you can love him or hate him. I get it. I get that Steve Jobs is polarizing, but you got to admit both guys are pretty smart. Uh, When they talk tech, if you go back to Bill Gates' book on technology 30 years ago, He's talking about these teeny tiny little phones that are going to be flat, and he's talking about high-definition cameras. He was pretty spot on with everything. Now, again, it doesn't take a technologist or a futurist to know that stuff. Just Joe Rogan. Uh, But Bill Gates says he doesn't expect a virus vaccine before the end of the year. He says one drug maker has the best chance. Ooh, now you have me interested, Mr. Gates. One drug maker has the best chance? So he says, none of the vaccines are likely to seek approval in the United States before the end of October. The only vaccine that, if everything went perfectly, might seek the emergency use license by the end of October would be Pfizer. Pfizer, huh? There's still some play in those legs. Pfizer may have had a better than expected year because of the healthcare concerns and working on vaccine. But when someone cracks that fly ball and says, we've submitted to the FDA, keep our fingers crossed. Pop and it goes into outfield. You're like, is it going to go? Pfizer still has some pop left. But again, I'm not telling you based on Bill Gates saying Pfizer. I'm saying consult a broker advisor for taking action on any stocks. Always do your own due diligence. Um, just like in high school, if you look off your your buddy's test, you may get the answer right, but you learn nothing. Or you may find out that he knew nothing as well. Or you may find out the teacher gave out two copies of the test. Oh, <laughs> tricky teachers. Um, so Bates, uh, Gates is confidence about a breakthrough by early next year. Um, and he thinks of one company as ahead. He says so far, all three trials that he's seen are going well. The only vaccine that if everything went perfect, he says is Pfizer. Um, now again, it's a broker advisor. I feel that TikTok deal was, um, politically tainted, Trump said, "I want TikTok out of out of the Chinese hands. We don't want American data in the Chinese hands. So TikTok's going to be put up for sale, right? And Microsoft gets in on the bidding, and uh, uh, Walmart gets in on the bidding. And that seems like wow—you got Microsoft with an ad technology, and you got um, they got some cloud action, and then you get uh, take a look at Walmart serving up to uh, millennials and younger than millennials and Generation Z. And uh, oh, I get it. I, that and then Oracle won TikTok." Oracle? Is that the database software company, Oracle, that got to the cloud a little bit late and isn't even a top five player in cloud services? Uh, well, it turns out that uh, the CEO, Ms. Katz, uh, worked on the president's inauguration committee. And it turns out that Larry Ellison had a big uh, political rally for re-election at his house for Trump earlier this year. Do I see potentially a conflict? Like, I wonder if Oracle got that because of those two things. I wonder if there's a little political nudge, nudge, poke, poke. And again, that I'm, I'm now becoming too cynical, right? Too cynical. Uh, maybe they just paid more money. Could be that. But Bill Gates, when he talks, I listen um, on anything. His work that he's done on philanthropy, I think, is, is top-notch. His Gates Foundation is top-notch. I once was told a couple of stories about the Gates Foundation, how they deal with, uh, a little differently than the Clinton Foundation did. Both were trying to, like, cure hunger and world disease, both heavily players in African nations. Uh, Gates told some stories that, you know, he'd go into a meeting in Ethiopia with the president of Ethiopia and the president would show up six hours late for his meeting because that way he looks like he just strong armed the richest man in the world. And you're like whoa! And he said, forget about taking any women. Uh, the, the sexist cultures were just over the top for him. Where he said like his wife was getting marriage offers, and she's like, that's my husband. <laughs> Funny how politics and governments and philanthropy plays out in countries that aren't shown. You wouldn't think that. So, but it's out there. Anyhow, and anyway, let's take a look at the stock markets today. SP five hundred's up twenty-seven, that's up eight tenths of a percent. The Dow's up six tenths of a percent. The Nasdaq is up one percent roughly. Taking a look, uh, Tesla's up 17 points today. Why is Tesla up 17 points? Is it because they had a a mini bear market at the start of September? Mm, I don't think that's completely it. There was some news out yesterday on Tesla that the number of apps being downloaded was on the rise. And you're like, Tesla has an app? Yeah, to turn on your car, you have to download an app. Oh. So you could start putting one and one together that when you see a spike in downloads in China or the United States, and there's companies that track downloads, that maybe their delivery estimates are going to be better than expected. Maybe they're going to have more cars sold. Uh, Tesla's also got a battery technology day coming up on September 22. So that's one week from today. Investors will be looking at information on battery cost, reliability, and capacity. There's been a lot of talk recently about the million-mile battery and who's going to crack it first. So Tesla's moving on some funny news. App downloads. That's probably not what you thought I was going to say, but there you have it. 800-516-1220 to each calls on the air. Today, Apple's unveiling their latest watch, iPad, in a virtual event. Apple's events are usually so well done. Uh, If you've never seen one, maybe log on today and see if you can't watch. Uh, You'll get kind of a feeling what a dog and pony show is all about on Wall Street. The big question for me is, the Apple Watch at one point in time was considered a joke. Um, Apple's had plenty of failures in their life. uh, But now it's the number one selling watch in the world. So all the Swiss watchmakers like, no, you're gone. They, they ate you up. Um, so that's out there. Pepsi's launching a relaxation drink. I know you're saying, it is. does it got CBD oil in it? Does it have marijuana in it? Because that's one of the things people were talking about. Um, two years ago when we went through the marijuana craze is some of the new product innovation that will happen at grocery stores. In this case, PepsiCo is trying to break into the sleep business. Who hasn't had a rough night of sleep? But they still have the the Doritos business, too. Pepsi's not a bad play. If you want long-term global exposure to junk food, they're right there. They're orange They got orange juice. They got water. They have water. Wow, Zoom's down nine bucks today, down 2.3%. The COVID play's not working. Anyhow, 800 516 to get your calls on there. Pepsi's going into a relax- relaxation drink. New product. Um, and that goes back to some of the old product. Like, every now and then you see something like Monster or Jolt. Um, different sodas that do really, really well. And then companies like Coca-Cola and or Pepsi buy them or buy a third of them and say, you know what? We can take you from all the mom-and-pop 7-Elevens to safe ways across the country. We could take you bigger. We could bottle it for you. We could deliver it for you. We could help the expertise. So new categories are super important to companies like Pepsi uh, because we know that the general fizzy drink is in the decline of the soda in the United States in the decline. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at KDOW.biz or on the KDOW radio app. For Californians, it's been just Bad scenario after bad scenario. Where, what what can you say about forest fires? This is the craziest year ever for them. And last year felt like the craziest year. And the year before that felt like the craziest year. And the year before that felt pretty darn crazy. What's left of California to burn at some point, right? Well, there's still millions of acres out there, so don't ask that question. Knock on wood. But between COVID And forest fires, you would think California is not doing any business at all. But we are. So to say that at the end of the year, and we're leaning, it looks like it's going to be an up year, anything can happen. There's 100 days left in the year. So let's say we're one third through, maybe a little bit more than a third. But also things do start to slow down in the back half of the year. We're going to pay a lot of attention to holiday sales. But before we get to holiday sales, no, no, we have to get to holiday sales now because there's going to be no Black Friday. But before we get to holiday sales, we have to get through the election. And with 50 days left, less than 50, that's going to come pretty fast and furious. I believe there's going to be a debate coming up with Trump and Biden late September. Uh, I, that's going to be must-see TV, is it not? Is it not, or are you just burned out of politics? Median household income in the United States is one of those statistics, economic statistics that will put people to sleep, and I know that. But median household income rose 6.8% last year to $68,700, while the number of people living in poverty dropped. This so says a government report that came out today. Trying to give us a snapshot of the economy before millions of American jobs were destroyed by the coronavirus pandemic. U.S. Census Bureau said the poverty rate fell by 1.3 percentage points to 10.5% in 2019. It said 34 million Americans were in poverty, a decline of about 4.2%. One of the reasons I do this show is I don't want you to end in poverty. There is a sad statistic out there about the number of people in poverty and retirement who are women, whose husbands have passed away. And again, very cliche, and I hope, my, my, I hope I live long enough to change phrases like women's husbands, women were the, the home giver, the home take care, they raised children, and... I don't know if we're ever going to get there in statistic land, but the number of women who are in poverty at the age of 75 plus is shocking. I don't want that to be you. It's not my mother, but my mother is spending over $100,000 a year in health care costs as an 80-plus-year-old woman. My dad died 20-plus years ago. That's crazy to say. I think it's been 25 years. Um, and he had his first heart attack right at the age that I'm, I'm at right now, like another three months and the heart attack found the cancer, but I'm digressing, um, poverty and retirement. I just said that the census is starting to show us that 34 million Americans are in poverty a decline of about 4.2 million. I don't know if I trust those numbers. I don't know if I understand those numbers. I don't like, like sometimes numbers, I just look at it and I go, I don't want to look at that one. But what I do know is that you don't want poverty in retirement. And I certainly don't want my mom to be poor in retirement. Um, that's one of the goals of the show is to get you to retirement. My goal, ideally, and you've heard this once, you've heard it a million times, I, I never exaggerate, is that I want you to be the best, best grandparent or best grandmother possible. Uh, because grandparents are awesome. So uh, my dad was an orphan, and I had a grandmother because my grandfather was killed in a war. So that's all I have. one grandparent, and she had Alzheimer's disease. And I didn't know how to say it when I was young, so I called it old timers disease. So I didn't even I, I didn't even have that. I know you're saying, man, your issues are front and center today. Please tell me you had daddy issues. I had daddy issues too. Um, but I digress. Poverty and retirement stinks. I want you to be the greatest grandparent ever, and. Uh, My sugar booger had the greatest grandparent ever, where he would put two $5 bills in each hand, and whichever hand you picked, you won. He'd put two full-size Snickers in each hand behind his back, and whichever hand you picked, you won. And he got to love on those kids and just be a good grandfather. He got to pay for their college. No questions asked. Parents probably didn't have the money to do it, but no questions asked. Grandparent paid for it. I want you to be that person. I don't know if you're going to pay for your grandchildren's college. I don't know that. But I know that when it comes to, I got an email yesterday from a, a grandfather who said, you know, I want to buy my kids. And that's my old man voice. I want to buy my kids a uh, uh, stock and something. I don't want to just give them Barbie dolls and plastic toys. And I was going over some how you could buy one share, how you could buy one fifth of a share right now. You, you don't even have to buy a whole share to give it to a kid. That, you know, 20 years ago, 40 years ago, 60 years ago, it was unfeasible. It was not going to happen to buy a kid a share. Because the trading costs were as much as the stock. Trading costs started at $400 a transaction 40 years ago. So, if you wanted to buy $500 of the stock, you, hold on, you just spent $400 to buy $500? No. It was a bigger ticket purchase for you. So... And then discount brokers like Charles Schwab started coming in. And then online brokers started coming in and cutting down the discount brokers. And then Robinhood came in and said, we're not going to charge anything. We're going to figure out how to make money later, like margin and credit card referrals to you. Whoa. So this year's going to be a big year for online shopping. What that tells me is stay away from stocks like Macy's. Unless you think DoorDash or someone's going to get a relationship with them, and suddenly we're going to be buying all of our t-shirts at Macy's again. I don't see that happening. I think it's going to be more online more of the time. Isn't it sad we're not going to have a Black Friday video of people stopping on each other and killing each other for a 40-inch TV? I'm a little bit saddened by that. I'm not Black talking all things financially, even sarcastically.